This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. Welcome to Mom's Morning of Grace, everybody. I'm so excited that you all chose to spend your morning here with us. Um, Thank you to those of you joining online. Feel free to participate and say hi in the chat room. Um, I am Jill Cyberlick. For those of you that don't know me, I am a member here at Victory of the Lamb, along with my husband, Jason, and my two kids. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom to my two kids, Owen, who is seven, and Quinn, who is almost four. She will be four at the end of July. Um, So first off, we're all moms here, right? We're in the right place. Okay, good. Good start. Good start. All right. um, So I'm going to be honest. I in no way have it all together as a parent. Um, I am not the perfect parent. So if you are here to see a parenting expert, I'm really sorry. I won't be offended if you head out that door right now. Um, I don't have the perfect parenting handbook, but I do have some awesome stuff to share with you today. Some encouraging things to take the pressure off of you um, being a mom. So in order to make sure we're all on the same page and kind of to bring us all together, I just have a few questions for you. And you can feel free to raise your hand if you're comfortable to answer them. Raise your hand if you feel so incredibly blessed to be a mom. It's an easy one, right? Raise your hand if you feel like you just can never do enough for your family or your kids. All right, good. (laughs) We're all together here this morning. When I was preparing for today, I was like, what if nobody else raises their hand and I'm standing up here like, I'll just, you know, head out here. All right. Raise your hand if you've ever felt judged as a parent or have judged others parenting. Yeah, I think we can all agree that we've done both. Before I had kids, it was very easy for me to judge other parents. We would be in public and I would say to my husband, Our kids are not going to do that. They're just not. And he would agree. Nope. Um, Rest assured, seven years later, our kids have done that and a lot more. So I think we can all relate on that. All right. Raise your hand if you so desperately wanted to get away on your own, especially those of you with littles. Or maybe you just can't wait for your child to go off to college to have some time to yourself, right? And they're finally gone or you get to go out for a couple hours. And that's really nice, except then you start missing your kids. Has anyone ever been there? Yeah, some of you might be like, yeah, to the first part, maybe not so much on the missing yet. That's fine. This is a judge-free zone. All right. So one more. Um, Raise your hand if you have ever said to a friend or someone else, or just thought to yourself, she is such an amazing mom. Yeah, probably all the time, right? (laughs) I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now, but I, it's cool. You have a lot of friends that you think are really, really good moms. So it's easy to say that about other people and acknowledge that, right? So why is it so hard for us to afford ourselves that grace? We know that amazing mom over there isn't perfect all the time, like any of us, right? No one's perfect. We know, okay, social media, thorn in our side, right? I know that we have probably heard this a million times, that it's just a highlight reel, right? But I think it bears repeating. 
because we need these reminders all the time. Social media is out there. We know that Facebook, Instagram mom over there who like grew a tree from seed on her own and made her own like homemade paper out of it, right? And gives it to her kids to color with with these homemade crayons shaped like little animals. And they're not coloring on each other or the dog or like the wall. These kids are dressed in their Sunday best coloring on their homemade paper and tree that they probably helped make which is where this mom got this time and energy, I have no idea. And that's not to say we shouldn't share parenting victories. That's really important too, right? We should be able to share with each other and build up and encourage each other that way. But we're all not posting on Facebook and Instagram about how awful of a parent we were that day or like how many times our kids threw a tantrum, right? We might commiserate with each other, but that's not what we're putting out there. So... Facebook and Instagram, highlight reel. We know that person isn't perfect all the time. I have another fun story um, regarding perception not being everything. So I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah? Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so my husband and I, actually our whole family loves Chick-fil-A. And we have to drive a bit to get to the nearest Chick-fil-A. So my husband and I started this, this tradition that is car fries. And so, yes, it is, we get an extra carton of fries to eat on the way home. Because who can smell all that food and not eat on the way home? I also love Chick-fil-A salads. They are my favorite. I will not order a salad at any other fast food restaurant. They are beautiful and delicious and healthy. I recommend you try it if you haven't tried one. Okay, so one time, a couple months ago, I went and grabbed an order for our family on my own. And I got back home and I pulled out my salad and my husband's like, oh, good for you. You made a healthy choice. And I was like, do you not remember like the car fries? And like, except I didn't share with you this time. I ate them all myself. (laughs) So I could have posted a picture of my beautiful salad on Facebook, right? And people might have been like, oh, maybe assume that I eat healthy like that all the time, which I don't, by the way. Um, But that would be the only thing that is out there, right? So nobody is perfect, you guys. Perception is not everything. We know perception is perfection is not possible, yet we can so easily convince ourselves that we're not good enough for our families or even sometimes ourselves. Give yourself grace. This isn't so much a command. I'd like to, you to consider me giving you permission. And you might be like, okay, lady, like you're giving me permission. Why should I do this? I have more for you on that. I have some backup. You don't just have to take my word for it. But I would like you to feel more confident and encouraged leaving here today to give yourself more grace as a mom on a regular basis. So why can we give ourselves grace? First of all, and I think most importantly, God gives us grace. Give yourself grace. You may be asking how, why. Give yourself grace because God gives you grace. I'm going to say that a lot this morning. You might be sick of it. But again, I think the more we say it, we're going to convince ourselves of it and be able to practice it in the wild, so to say, right? When we go back to momming. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in my weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. My grace is sufficient, sufficient, enough, adequate. God knows when we need more grace. And as parents, again, Lord knows we need it, right? We need a little extra. Maybe we take it away from some other people. Um, But he knows when we need it, how we need it, where we need it. And he never fails. 
And not only that, his power is made perfect in my weakness. Therefore, I will boast more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Boasting in your weaknesses. Okay, so when we feel like a failure as a mom or we recognize our shortcomings, are we bragging about it? No. How do you usually feel? You can say it out loud. Super crummy. Mm-hmm. Depressed. Guilty. Sometimes angry, maybe. Sad, right? What did you say? Frustrated. Mm-hmm. So give yourself grace because God gives you grace. For this next part, I talked to one of our pastors, Pastor Bill, here because I really wanted to get it right for you guys. And I'm really glad that I spoke with him because I had the wrong idea of what God expects of us as parents as far as perfection goes. Um, So we are all sinful. I know that's kind of a bummer here today, but I promise it gets better. So we're all sinful. But as moms, we don't always allow ourselves to be sinful human beings. We know, we acknowledge when other people mess up and we forgive them, right? But we have a really hard time doing that for ourselves. So the following is actually a paragraph from Pastor Bill because I couldn't really come up with any better wording. Um, So I asked him if I could use it today and he obliged and I'm sure he's going to be really excited that I gave him all the credit for it. So Um, here we go. God does want us to be perfect. God does demand that we be perfect. Because of original sin, he knows that isn't going to happen. God knows and expects that even our righteous acts are like filthy rags. He knows and expects that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Again, not that he wants us to fall or that falling is no big deal. Our sin surely breaks his heart. And our sin costs Jesus his life, which is mind-blowing. Since we are sinful, God wants us to run to him because he is our savior from sin, not our guilt or our efforts. He wants to convict us, not to condemn us, so that we run to him for love and forgiveness. He wants us to live under the gospel and not under the law. When we are under the law, we keep looking at ourselves and what we're doing. When we live under the gospel, we keep looking at God and what he has already done, is doing, and will do in our lives that motivates us to live differently. And when God looks at us, he sees us through Jesus, perfect. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And that was from 2 Corinthians. Moms, you can admit that you're sinful and that you mess up. That's okay. Lean on God, though, when you're feeling down on yourself. He wants us to come to him. He's there, like our own dad. Psalm 103, verse 8 says, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. This verse really speaks for itself, right? So God is all the things that we strive to be as parents. Compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love, right? Could you use work on any of those? Me too. The slow to anger one. So I apologize if I'm taking God's time, if you need something and he's like, sorry, I'm working on Jill a little bit. (laughs) Anger and patience are not always my forte, but none of us are perfect. Give yourself grace because God gives you grace. So next, think about 
how your kids give you grace. Big or small, your kids usually end up coming back to you, right? I am always humbled by my kids. Um, I can yell at them or scold them or send them to their room. And five minutes later, they're back hugging me and telling me they love me, like genuinely, or apologizing, even if they don't know they did something wrong. And then me, I'm just like, wow, I'm literally the worst person ever. I am the worst. I am a terrible mom for putting my kids through that. And I do it every single day. And guess what? Kids don't tend to hold grudges. Now, if we get into like sketchy territory, like taking away video games or their favorite toy, this might last a little longer. And I realize as they grow older, that time where they're angry and upset with us might get a little longer. But they always come back to us. We are our kids' safe space. 2 Chronicles 30 verse 9 says, If you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. So what if we treated ourselves like our kids and God do in these situations? What if we let ourselves acknowledge our sin? Jesus, we messed up. Please forgive me. Maybe we apologize to our kids and ask them for forgiveness. And what if we actually did that and moved on every time? I think that would make a world of difference in our attitudes as moms, right? And as far as giving ourselves grace. It may take some practice, but give yourself grace because God gives you grace. So what does giving yourself grace look like? First, I'd encourage you to make time for God with your full attention. Now, I don't know about you guys, but giving something my full attention is very difficult. When I have a million tabs open in my brain, we have other people to take care of, we prioritize them, it's very hard to give your full attention to something. But this doesn't have to be some big production. It should be something that is personal and meaningful to you. So your time with God might be reading a favorite scripture verse or learning a new one. In a little bit here, Naomi Dable will lead us in a lettering workshop. So maybe you can take that home and use that new skill and meditate that way. Um, Each of you should have a prayers for moms sheet in your packet. Um, Those were written by some victory moms. Please use those. Prayer is an awesome time to connect with God with your full attention. Um, Maybe you have a favorite devotional or portion of scripture you like to read. And maybe your time with God on any given day is you freaking out and throwing up your hands and looking to heaven and saying, God, I could use a little help here when you're at your parenting wit's end. That counts, you guys. God wants us to come to him. And he wants us to be real that way. And he promises to be with us. So you have this goal, right? So I'd encourage you to prioritize that time. And I know as a mom, prioritizing can be very messy and very difficult. But I'm really encouraging you to take the time to do this because when you put God first, God promises everything else will fall into place. Right? Matthew 6 verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So again, I hope you can view this as a privilege and not so much an assignment because I've seen the impact 
of doing this in my own life and in the lives of others. So I really encourage you to take the time to do it. And hey, if you miss a few goals or you miss a day, guess what? Give yourself grace because God already has and he forgives you. Another recommendation I would make are self-affirmations. Now, a lot of you have probably heard about these by now. And if not, it's just what it sounds like. You basically come up with a few phrases or things to build yourself up and love yourself. So as moms, again, a lot of our time and energy goes into our family and kids, right? We don't often take the time to give ourselves some love and build ourselves up and encourage ourselves. So first, you would want to identify your affirmations. And if you're anything like me or human, really, um, it's really easy to pick out all the stuff we don't like about ourselves, right? (laughs) In all aspects. And I don't think that's out of the ordinary for anyone. But try to think of some things that you are grateful to God for, some attributes, some talents. If there's something about your physical appearance that you really love, those are all gifts from God. You can make it literally whatever you want it to be. If you really can't come up with anything, pray about it. Pray to God for the confidence to recognize those things to love about yourself, that you are enough in Christ and loved unconditionally by him and your family. So some of my examples, I'm going to be very raw here for a second, of my self-affirmations are I am a good wife, I am an involved mom, I am gifted musically, and I am a child of God. So those are just some examples. You guys can think of anything personal to you. So the goal is to say those out loud looking at yourself in a mirror. And that is really intimidating for some people, myself included. I'm still kind of getting used to doing these. Um, So at first, maybe you just write them down. And then next, maybe you can say them out loud in your head while you're reading them. Um, And then maybe you say the words out loud to yourself. And then maybe you grow confident enough to look yourself in the eyes in the mirror and empower yourself that way and say those things. This is actually another um, really cool activity to model for your kids and with them. I think it's really important to teach our kids um, that it's okay to build yourself up You know, sometimes it can be perceived as cockiness or arrogance, but loving yourself is not that. And you can teach them to do it in a way that pleases God as well. God has blessed us with so many things, right? Just in ourselves. So we can teach our kids to build themselves up that way too. So last but not least, we know that parenting is a gift from God, right? And I think keeping that in the forefront of our minds, it seems like an obvious thing. But it doesn't always seem like that. (laughs) Parenting is hard. No matter what season of life you're in with your kids, it is hard. Psalm 127 verse 3 says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So earlier, we talked about how we're all sinful from birth, right? We're seen perfect through Jesus. But we still mess up all the time, right? Yet, God blesses us with these little people. You know, sometimes the goal is literally to just keep them alive, but that counts, you know. But God holds us in high regard as parents. Think about it. He designed our bodies to carry babies. When I think about going through pregnancy and labor and birth and all that, it's truly amazing if you sit and think about it. (laughs) Annie, you want to do it again? (laughs) And then you you have this little baby, right? And you're not sleeping, most likely. 
Um, you're trying to figure out how to feed it, how it wants to be fed. You're getting things that should be going in a diaper on you, all over the baby, all over the wall. Like, none of it is easy. And we can be real for a second and acknowledge that our kids don't always feel like gifts, right? I think we can all be honest here. Um, I get frustrated. I get annoyed. I get angry. I get sad. Um, I'm sure I never made my parents feel that way. My sister's here. She can attest to that. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Children are a gift from God, and parenting is a privilege. God never promised it would be easy, but he definitely promises and fulfills that he is with us through the good and the bad, always. No exceptions. So parenting is also a title and responsibility that you sustain throughout your whole life. I thought that was pretty cool. I couldn't really think of many other things, aside from like family members, that that applies to. So no matter what you do, you can't get rid of your mom title, even if you want to. So once you're a parent, you're always a parent. And of course, obviously, that may look different for all of us. Some of you may be an adoptive or foster parent. Some of us have biological children. Maybe you gave a baby up for adoption. Maybe you tragically lost a young child or an adult child, but you are still a mom, and God sees you as such, and he forgives you when you mess up, and he's with us through it all. You are always a mom, and you are unconditionally loved by God. Isaiah 49, verse 16 says, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. So I, <laughs> I have a microphone in my hand. I can't just move it away. I have a tattoo on my wrist, and I got it, I don't even remember when, um, probably like five years ago, and like it, ha- it got all crusty and nasty as it healed, and um, it's really faded now, so I'd probably have to touch it up. So this isn't just like, while this is permanent, it fades over time, it needed to heal. We are etched on God's hands, and our children are too. We are God's. We belong to him, and he to us. All right, so I'm going to invite the music team back up here so they can get ready for the last song. And as they come up, I'm going to leave you with this, mamas. You are enough in Christ. Lean on him. Love him. Love yourself. Love your family and kids the best that you absolutely can. Prioritize your time with God, and he promises you will feel fulfilled as a parent and a person. Give yourself grace because God gives you grace. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.